1: And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light him up, light him up, light him up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light him up, light
2: him up, light him up, everybody. Saturday, March 5th, 2022, Is the cigar world a man's world? Is there sexism in the cigar industry? We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar
3: Authority. And you are listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com.
2: We're flying first class today because Barry's not here. (laughs) Look at all the room. There's room and space space here.
3: This is the most bullshit weekend for him to take off and not slide in to do a little extra work because we just had our March Madness sale yesterday. We're all exhausted. We could use an extra voice. And of course, in true Barry Stein fashion, he has to have not his birthday off. He needs the birthday weekend. Birthday weekend. And, uh, and to go to a hockey game in New York. I, I, I got to steal a line from Glenn. What is he, a six-year-old girl? <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> birthday birthday
3: weekend. weekend? He's 51.
2: So what you, what you meant to say is happy birthday, Barry. Is that what you are meant to say? No. No? No. Uh yeah soured. You soured. I'm soured. All right. ah,
4: that's we're, not unusual. We're <laughs> tired
2: and cranky from yesterday. <laughs> it was a long day. Then we went out drinking after.
3: We had a drink. Yeah, it wasn't really. <laughs> I ordered drinking. two. Drinking. He did order two, and then I think Trevor drank your second one. Yeah, yeah.
2: All right, let's get to it. Um we have some cigars to talk about and some women to deal with and uh, we're going to <laughs> oh, we're going to yeah, we're going to get ourselves
3: into, when when in, the three men in the in the front oh, yeah. row here has eyes bolts you know you've said it's something. Usually wrong. at least a
2: couple of women that are in the audience none today. None today. I don't think it's a coincidence. Uh, it it may be a good thing. I don't know. We'll see where this goes, but let's light up a cigar.
3: All right. Today's first cigar is the Flor de Lorraine. It's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by United Cigars. The size is five and a half by fifty-four. It's called the CINQ, C-I-N-Q. Why don't they put a U there? C-I-N-Q. C-I-N-Q. CINQ. It's French.
2: Fleur de Lorraine is a French thing. I'd have to ask Oliver Nouveau from United Cigars exactly. Pretty
3: sure it's pronounced Fleur de Lorraine.
2: Yeah and is it Lorraine meaning the ladies last the ladies first don't, name don't Lorraine go, don't
3: go down this road we're going to no Lorraine. we're going to end up with recordings and emails sent in <laughs> the rappers ecuadorian sumatra the binder is from the dominican republic the fillers are honduran and nicaraguan it is part of the cigar authority care package a single cigar is $7.49 while not why while a <laughs> box of 20 is 127.99 which comes out to just Six thirty nine per cigar. It's a savings of almost twenty two dollars or fourteen percent off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries them, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com.
2: So you're reading Barry's notes, whether it's spelled right or pronounced right or the uh, right thing, you're just reading what he's got, right? John
3: Burgundy. Just reading. What are you talking about? I had co- color commentary in here. I mean, that was a really solid read. All right. Just ask <laughs> Was just there asking a problem with the go. read?
2: Wasn't a problem. While. Not why. Because while. he
3: doesn't. It says while. He says why. Okay. So I read while. All right. And made it a point to make sure people knew that I know. He says why. Floor de la rain. Floor. Flower. Yeah.
2: D. I don't know what that means. We just of. That of, of. Flower of La. The. D is the, no? The is of the. Yeah. Flower of the. Lorraine. Nope. La is the.
4: The queen.
2: Rain is
3: the queen? Flower of the queen? I, I learned so. something. So it's the queen's vagina. That's what we're smoking. <laughs> right. oh. Now, this is already off the... you, You're flower. talking about the name. <laughs> flower what, of the queen. That is what comes to mind. Oh, th- Really? A flower?
2: And that's where that's you go?
3: sometimes what it's referred to as. Just saying. Because
2: Barry's not here, you don't have to take the, that seat. You don't have to go there today.
3: I wasn't going anywhere. I was, I was saying what you were saying. Huh.
2: No, I didn't <laughs> say that at all. It's time to yeah. cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal last chip tax, and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Yeah, I thought long and hard about uh, a show like this. It's 12 years, folks. I got to come up with stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm running out, so your cards and letters of uh, ideas could possibly get me, save me from what could end up happening.
4: Because we got... Two old guys and one middle-aged guy talking about sexism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's going to go well.
2: I have a youthful glow. Kind of. There's a glow, especially when he
3: has his hat off. You want me to take it <laughs> off? No, because it bothers the people watching. I'll throw the white balance off on the right. stage right now.
4: Uh, yeah, the, the chat room's concerned. Already, Tom says you're treading on oh, thin, yeah. no. thin ice. I
3: uh, know. And, and believe
2: me, I don't mean anything by anything that's about to happen. Can I put some precursor here <laughs> of
4: the views and opinions? My, on, Mike pepino says, Ed, do something. <laughs> Save
3: it. See, uh, the cold draw, I got a little bit of uh, like bready, pretzely kind of.
2: Oh. I
3: forgot to take a cold draw. No, I see that. <laughs> I see that. Because I was impressed with the lighter. The lighter that we're going to use today is the Blizzard by Vertigo. Why are we picking the Blizzard by Vertigo? Because we did this probably last week. It's the only one we have left. (laughs) We sold thousands. Thousands of lighters yesterday. Thousands. We didn't see thousands of people, so people bought multiple lighters. Yes. Crazy. So this is a double wall protection, three jet, single action lighter. With easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and I know you're wondering, it's so small. Does it have the patented Vertigo big-ass tank? Yes, it
2: does. It does. And some people were asking about the patented big-ass tank yesterday, and Jonathan was showing somebody the lighter, and exactly what you just heard is how he explained it to the person. And I started laughing out loud. It was the same exact thing, <laughs> saying it's single action. It has a big wheel in the and I mean, Why the reinvent the wheel?
4: Because
2: <laughs> it works, and that's it. Um, mm. look, now, mine I have, talk about old school. The the um, plastic casing around the body of it is that orangey-yellow color. Do you remember a lot of things used to have that? Stems of pipes, lots mm-hmm. of um, even... Um, Glass domes that
3: went over things. I don't know if there was a name for that kind of glass. I don't know. Now, these plastic body lighters are what you should have if you leave a lighter in the car in the wintertime because the plastic is less susceptible to the cold and it warms up quicker versus a metal lighter where you really have to get it warm, putting it in your pocket. This is a great lighter to leave in the car. Ah, PM showed up. Wow. We were talking. To keep about- an eye on you. Yeah. We appreciate you. We Pat. talked
2: about you because about the girls because we have we're talking sexism in the cigar industry today and no girls turned up and I'm like maybe that's good or maybe they're <laughs> staying away because of what we're about to say but uh, we'll, we'll see we'll let you chime in maybe later on and see where we get to this uh, because he's chiming in anyway as I expected <laughs> so the question is is there sexism in the cigar world is the cigar industry a man's world and I'm, I'll am i tell you, I've been around in, since smoking cigars since the early 80s, in the business since 85. It was. It certainly was. I don't think it is anymore. And it was very, very odd for a woman to come in and get a cigar. And then if a woman did come in, we immediately went to, you're buying this for as a gift, or we admittedly, if they wanted a cigar, show them a little flavored cigar or some little dainty little Girly thing. We got in trouble years ago. In was a long time ago, but a a um, girl blogger.
3: Yeah, someone asked her if she was buying them for her husband or her father.
2: Yeah, mm. it email went, that we got. Oh my god, scathing. That was early days of the Cigar Authority, right? That was the yeah. We read day. it on the air, yeah. And then had her come on after uh to try to
4: to make, yell
3: at you, yell at us, and
2: try to make make Educate better of you. it,
3: but. Um, I would say right now, half the time when I make the joke, are you looking for something strong after dinner, for after dinner? Yeah. They say yes. Wow. So, yeah, you just can't judge. It has changed.
2: So understand that when you're dealing with an old guy like me that's been in the business for a long time, that's the way it was. It really was that way, that if a woman came in, she was buying cigars for the boss, Or whatever, you know, here we had a Boston location or something, and they would send the secretary down to pick up my cigars or whatever. And it was just a normal thing of what happened. Now, today, I wouldn't say they're 50% of the business,
3: but... No, I'm saying 50% of the time when I ask... uh a lady, when she walks in, are you looking for something she's yeah. for after dinner? 50% of the time, she says yes. Yeah,
2: we used to say that to get the laugh. And she said, no, I'm buying cigars for somebody else. It, it's for real.
3: The other the other half, I just get the laugh.
2: Yeah. So we're, we're learning as we go along uh, the change of, and I'm very happy about it. Believe me, there's another 50% of the people we can sell cigars to. There's it's not, it's not a negative to it, but it was just different then. So, what is sexism? It's characterized by or showing prejudice, stereotyping, or discrimination, typically against women, on the basis of sex. Old-fashioned sexism attitudes. Agree or disagree? Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what it sexism. is. Sexism. Yeah, and it it was there. It was there. It was it was there with me.
3: I pre prejudged. I get it myself because yeah. I I enjoy getting a pedicure. Once a month I go with Sophie, my daughter. And, Did, we,
2: and do they say things to you Do they have sexism you? The people there,
3: you? no, they're happy to take my money. It's green like yeah. everybody else's, but you say stuff. And the guys, when they find out that's where I'm going, oh, you're going to get a pedicure and like this it's less than manly. They, they say hurtful things to you. They do. Yeah. Oh my god. But I don't like trimming my own toenails. I find it to be disgusting. Awkward. I, I would rather have the guy or the girl do it it's a girl right no sometimes it's a guy really yeah and he does a better job than she does knows his way around a man's foot really telling you that right now all right i'd rather (laughs) have a guy you're gonna get into some of
2: them if you'd (laughs) rather have a guy a girl do a lot of things to you we'll get into that later in the show
3: (laughs) (laughs) when you say a lot of things like how far are you willing to go with this
2: I, I got we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna go deep. This this <laughs> is either gonna be a train wreck or a very interesting show. We'll see where this goes. Are male cigar smokers male chauvinist pigs? Some. Some I think it's a- because we got a lot of old timers, right? We were even saying that coming into our cigar lounge with all the old guys sitting around, a younger couple of young guys come in. They probably feel lousy going in that room with those guys because they're going to be like, "What the hell, are young guys coming in here?"
3: Well, I'd like to back up a little bit. All right, you walk into the cigar store, and the I found when we hired Jess, who was really the first female ever that worked on the sales floor, yeah. and very and, and I didn't want to hire her because she was a girl, very pretty, yeah, very outgoing. And the older customers that we could not talk to, they wanted to get their bundle or box of whatever they got, and that's it. And they're not signing up for anything, and they don't want they don't want us to have their email. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're an open book. I found that the older demographic really gravitated toward Jess. Does that make them a dirty old man? Maybe. Okay, but the the younger Ed
2: Sullivan shaking his head. Yes, <laughs> yeah. The
3: the guys that are my age coming in, they didn't want to talk to Jess because they assumed she didn't know about cigars, which wasn't the truth. She knows which, about cigars. Correct. She knows her shit. And and then they're surprised at that. But, and there's
4: been Dave. How many women have told you they don't like walking to the bathroom here because they have to go oh, it's through the walk of shame, the gauntlet, yeah. the walk of shame yes. with all the old guys in the lounge?
3: Yeah. What can we do about that? Take out the chairs <laughs> permanently?
2: Question, is there is it sexist if a man likes a woman who smokes cigars? Now that I've heard of guys saying I love when a woman smokes cigars. Is it sexist? No. Is it dirty?
3: Is it is it creepy how is he saying it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I really really like it when you do that. That's creepy. If he what says, if they say,
2: I like when a woman smokes cigars, it's sexy. Yeah, that's fine. Pam, is that fine? It's fine. But what's it's that creepy. That? It's creepy to me. Yeah, I've heard it, and I'm like, ugh, you know.
3: <laughs> it depends on how dry the guy keeps the end of his cigar. If he's a slob <laughs> guy, then it's creepy automatically because he's gross. But if he's neat and organized yeah. and he has a tie on, I think it's okay. <laughs>
2: So, what is the what is the word "sexy" mean?
3: Uh, I don't want to get myself in trouble here, but there's some a whole sort show of, of that. There's some sort of uh, arousal happening, sexually attractive or exciting, or exciting. Okay. Yeah. So you could be excited to know that women so, are smoking so cigars.
2: If the no, if the guy says, "Wow, that's sexy," when the girl smokes a cigar.
3: It, that's the creepiness of it. But what the show's not about, is, is it creepy or not? The show is, is it sexist? Hmm. Is it sexist? All right. It's sexist if the guy has never said that to another guy. Then that's
2: yes. sexy when you smoke a cigar? Yes. Then it is sexist. Uh, all right. Because I'm sure that never happens. I've done it. You said to another guy,
4: yeah.
3: wow, that's sexy. And you really, I really enjoy, Scott, how you hold that cigar. That's very sexy. I've said it to him. He's huh. over there nodding his head. Nah, I don't believe it.
4: Uh, Warren Brooks says it's not creepy if there isn't a Pornhub category for it. So, is there a Pornhub category for women smoking cigars? I, I don't know. That. I don't know uh, if I want to go on there. I would say, love.
3: I would love for you to Google that on your phone. You were googling something earlier about Pop Tarts. Why don't you change your search history over there? I'm not doing
2: it now. Barry could answer this question if he was here. <laughs> <laughs> Barry could answer this question. Or has been simply opened up to the old boys club, cigar smoking of women. Do you think the doors open now? We we can forget all the stuff of the past. Here we are, twenty twenty two. It
3: it's- would feel weird to me if we threw an event and there were no women at the event. It would feel weird. Mm-hmm. My first cigar dinner, anniversary dinner we ever had, was a
2: gentleman cigar smoker. That's what it was called. And a girl that was in the cigarette industry at the time came to me and said, I want to get four tickets for me and my girlfriends. We want to go. And I said, it's a gentleman cigar smoker. And she was so pissed off. They had a little get-together themselves. They took pictures of them smoking cigars. And they sent it to me, and I'm sure I have the picture because that wasn't emailed pictures. It was a the photograph real, real of, pictures. It, of them smoking cigars that night with their middle finger out. Oh, it. And they mm, sent very the, I classy. have the picture. But they were bullshit.
3: It was a dick move on your part.
2: But no, it they was... They just returned fire. I didn't say it's guys only. I said it was a gentleman's cigar dinner because...
3: Tell them they got to wear a tie, and they're welcome to buy well, a ticket.
2: It was the last year, and it became two guys' anniversary party after that, not a gentleman's cigar smoker. So, listen, I'm... I'm These things have happened to me. That's why I'm. Are you
3: woke
4: now?
2: I guess. I woke up. I woke up. You're not
3: sleeping anymore. Just bit my tongue.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, what was the perception of a man who smoked cigars in the early 1900s? What what did what did people look at that man? He smoked cigars. What was he?
4: Successful.
2: Successful is the right answer. And that it was a man's thing. We're going back 100 years ago.
4: Right. The men would have to go play billiards and smoke a cigar.
2: There we go. And the 1920s, the first female that I could find that was known, a famous person that was known for smoking cigars, 1920s, Marlene Dietrich, uh, challenged the male dominated ritual and would enjoy cigars openly. She was a movie star. This band. has to
3: be just in the U.S. because wasn't uh, it uh, Queen Victoria yeah, that yeah. put the silk band on? Yeah. So. It became a man's activity, but it started yeah. kind of for people of means. Yep.
2: 1934, bad girl Bonnie Parker, Bonnie and Clyde, shocked mm-hmm. newspaper readers every day with their outlaw status, adding cigars to the photo. Remember her smoking cigars? Yeah, was that
4: the worst thing she did, the cigar smoking? No, or? she was killing
2: people and stuff, right, but, but she was also- saying, I'm a tough girl, so I'm going to smoke a cigar to- Put Get, get now, that tough attitude. Did
4: she smoke premium cigars? or
2: I think they only had premium cigars. All, right, all handmade. Uh, it was far in between, done until uh, the 1990s when it all changed. The cigar boom brought a lot of attention to female smokers. Mia Farrow, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Claudia Schiffer, Demi Moore, they were all on the cover of Cigar Aficionado magazine, as did uh, Susan Lucci, soap opera star, Indiana Allen, then Madonna, J-Lo, boom, 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 pop stars and stuff came in. And that was the beginning of the whole thing that, you know, these these pop stars do it. And now, okay, uh, it's part of it. Uh, today, we have women in cigar shops, in cigar lounges, and uh, that not only are in there, but owning
3: them. Well, we gave a shout out to Rudy from, uh, Ruby from last week. She owns a, a shop in northern New Hampshire. Yep. Oh. Um and then there was uh, Diana Silvius,
2: right? She was the first one I could remember in Chicago. that She big. had a cigar store, and
4: she was big, right? She right. She was a player. She did her own brand.
2: Yep. With yep. Fuente, so, it was. Right? Yep. So are women comfortable in the environment of coming into the cigar shop? What do you think?
3: Uh, we make them feel comfortable. The same cannot be said about the lounge. I think that... Uh, Pam's actually a prime example. It's rare for Pam to go and just hang out in the lounge. In this particular store. She'll hang out with us, the staff, in the front of the store.
2: All right. You think everywhere or we're we're just bad
3: at it? I'm not sure how to answer the question. I I think she enjoys the
2: staff, but... No, but does... Can our store work on making a woman comfortable in there? And, or it's all because of the regulars or whatever, the, the old guys or whatever you want to call.
3: There's at least a perception of there being some toxicity in the lounge Then it's not geared toward women. Because they do – I can see it on their face when they got to walk the walk of shame to the bathroom. and I want to offer to walk them there, but I, I just don't want to be creepy as well.
2: If, if- – The woman did go into the lounge. Now are the men unhappy because we can't say the bad things we were saying or whatever the hell's going on in there? I don't think much changes in the lounge. No? (laughs) I don't think they realize what's going on. They don't have
4: a lot of restraint.
2: Is there sexism in the cigar industry?
3: Yes. Yeah, there's sexism everywhere. The answer is
2: yes. But we're going to get more into that right after... um, we asked the Don, so let's get to that.
1: It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars...
3: Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Ben writes, I picked up some mild to moderate uh, strain of the Rona back in January. Just as I was feeling better, I lost my taste and smell for a few weeks, but it came back eventually. In early June, I started to get a really off flavor from things like onions, chips, popcorn, eggs, nuts, and coffee. It's bad enough that I avoided all of those things except the coffee. A few weeks later, I picked up some awful flavor in a cigar and keep finding it, though not in all. It's certainly not stopping me from smoking them, but since I like to try something new all the time, I'm clearly not able to accurately judge anything that I haven't had before. Has anyone experienced the same off flavor from cigars after the Rona?
2: My attorney yesterday came in and bought a box of Diamond Crown and told me that he hasn't been able to taste anything for eight weeks now. Wow. He's not getting any better. He has no smell at all and no taste at all. And I go, well, why are you buying these? What's the sense if you can't taste the cigar? He says, I like the whole thing of smoking a cigar and relaxing anyway, although I can't taste anything or smell anything. He says, I'm in the cigar store. I'm sure it smells like cigars in here, and I can't smell anything (laughs) either. And I said, well, why don't you buy cheaper cigars anyway? Uh, He lost 18 pounds so far.
3: He's not eating as much? Yep. So what I think is going on is is a... This is sort of a two-part answer. I think there is something going on as far as Ben's taste and smell. But also... He's only tasting it on certain cigars. That's kind of the clue for me that he he may be, when he's experimenting with other cigars, he may be smoking cigars from manufacturers that have begun to rush the cigars to market. And that off flavor is the presence of ammonia. And if you laid those new cigars down for a couple of months, you may find that they get better. Or it could
4: be something completely different. It could be,
2: but... It's a crazy thing what's going on with that, with the people's taste. Uh, even my buddy Fal was saying it just hasn't come back. I, I'm, not, I'm still not 100%. And that was Christmas. And he's only smoked a few different cigars. He's just not not getting it or something. So could be bad for the cigar industry. Um, are women... Are there women's cigars and men's cigars? No. The, the, in, it, back in the day, we're talking the 90s, they actually made cigars for women. They would come out with it and say, these are for women, these are for men. Not today.
3: The Not even size, right? Nothing. What I find is that, and this is by and large, this is not an exact science, that women seem to gravitate toward stronger cigars quicker in their cigar smoking than men do. And we used to we thought the complete
2: opposite get a mild mm-hmm. little mild cigar for the woman she'll like it, or flavored, and uh it it turned out to be the opposite yeah of um well, you got anything with some more
3: flavor to this yeah they i, I and
2: they well they were all they're all different, just like we're all different
3: I they are know. all different yeah. i'm I'm just saying that the, what I've noticed is that the women smokers that I deal with on a weekly basis, I watched their trajectory and they went to full bodied like six weeks in. I mean, it was, it was quick. Whereas you still only will smoke mild cigars. If you're picking one out for you, you go, you go mild. And I'm
2: looking at cigar brands and I wanted to go do a whole thing on cigar brands with women's names on them. And it turns out back in the day, there was lots of brands that had female names on them. La Gloria Cubana, Giulietta, Romeo and Giulietta, La Gianna, La Primadora, um, La Polina. There was lots of brands would come out with female names on it. In the past 20 years, there's not one.
3: Man, for such a phallic thing, you'd think there'd be more.
2: <laughs> but there used to be a lot of it. So again, that's saying, okay, you know, people would even, you know, call oh, I want one of those beauties or uh, you know, almost like a a female
3: thing. Like they um uh, more recently you got something like fat bottom betty. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I didn't think of that. Flavored cigar. Yeah uh 99% men buy them. Right.
2: <laughs> Probably more than. All right, early thoughts here on um La F- uh Fleur de Lorraine, which is the
3: flower of the queen.
2: Wow. Huh?
3: I learned that today.
2: <laughs> you say you don't learn anything on the show? I'd learn the, that.
3: The uh the Nicaraguan tobacco is playing very very nicely with the Honduran tobacco and I found I find when I smoke an all Honduran cigar, there's that little bite at the beginning. The Nicaraguan tobacco kind of washed that. There was no bitiness at the start. Six. Yeah, whatever. Five,
4: six. Yeah. All right. Huh? Um, you, you nailed it. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Here's some others from the chat room, Dave. Rose of Sharon. Ah, that's good right.
2: one. Good one. Absolutely.
4: Anastasia Caldwell. And well, it's a name.
2: Oh, really? I don't know that. Yeah. All right. Keep sending them. I I I was doing all kinds of search and trying to find it. But back in the day, everything was coming out like that. During the cigar boom, there were so many, it was unbelievable. If it wasn't a Dawn, it was a girl's name. Mm-hmm. It was one or the other. Um and, and and instead of Ask the Dawn, maybe it should be Ask Donna.
4: hmm Huh? Somebody mentioned that in uh, the chat all room. All right.
2: All right, let's take a break. When we come back, is it sexist or just politically incorrect for a woman to be smoking cigars? What do non-cigar smokers think about it? We're live in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
0: To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light
6: personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padrón cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is
7: Hank Kellner and my son, Class Peter Kellner, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority.
2: And we are back with smoking the flower of the Queen, fleur de Lorraine, and talking about women and cigars with an all male panel. <laughs> How fair is that? <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. What is the flower of the Queen? She has a flower in her hair. It's the white. Is that like a lilac, maybe?
4: Mm, I don't know what kind of flower she's got. Come on, you know, you know I
3: want, how I want to answer that question, but I'm not going to because it made you uncomfortable. Yes, before. made everyone uncomfortable.
2: I'm going to say that's a lilac.
3: It's a blossom of some kind. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a, a gardenia. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going to go with Ed Sullivan. I think it looks like a gardenia. I don't know what that is. Me neither, but he's okay. But he said the it. resident smart guy. I'm going with
2: guy. lilac, and uh, my wife w- went to agricultural school, and she was a florist, so she knows what it is. I'll get the real answer and report back to you
3: tomorrow on this one. I mean, she's ah. listening right now. She can just go in your humidor. All right, grab the sure, band. I'm sure there's one.
2: Yeah. Um, so Barry is away. Uh, Maybe a good call for him because I think he would have went too far. Right. We may go too far too. But <laughs> a person who went too far is Jerry Seinfeld. I have a little issue with Jerry Seinfeld right oh, now. Oh, no. Because, well, there's a new movie coming out, <laughs> and I think there might be, we might have some legal issues with it. It's a movie about butter on a Pop Tart. <laughs> do I have that right?
4: I don't know if it's necessarily the butter
3: part of it. It's about Pop Tarts. Hang on a second. You didn't invent butter on a Pop Tart either.
2: I didn't that invent was a, it, but I made it a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I popularized it.
3: Would you say I popularized it with our <laughs> listeners, <laughs> I guess? I think they're more uh, of them are annoyed about it like I am. Well, anyway.
4: Um, Dave, cool. aside from the flower type, Ted Hughes says it doesn't look like a
3: queen on the band. I, I, I have to keep my mouth shut because I'm going to get myself in trouble. There's- yeah, she's
2: got the little thing hanging off the shoulder. like yeah. she, she might be the princess or becoming the queen, and maybe she's putting the strap back on or whatever. I don't know.
3: Hmm. She happening. looks a little a little harloty. Yeah? <laughs> There's a little bit of a whorish picture. I can't believe that's really? in the band.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> you never really looked at it, me either, really to, to this degree. Hmm.
3: Yeah, you think she's a little... Well, pleaser-y. I mean, think- she's, she's kind of being a little suggestive there.
4: Warren Brooks says more lady of the night than queen.
3: Really? I, I, I can get down with that. All right. wonder how much she charges.
2: <laughs>
4: Dave, move it along. Move it along. <laughs> Moving
2: along. Uh, so uh, why is it considered sexist or, or politically incorrect if we use he... In a generic pronoun, but not if we use she for countries in inanimate objects
4: like boats,
2: like um, United States. She's a beauty, or mm-hmm. what you know. It's a she. She's a grand old flag. She's a high flying flag.
3: My <laughs> she, thoughts. My thoughts on ships this yeah. are that the things that we name she are things that we care deeply about, and they are to be protected, and they are to be revered. As all women should be. Hmm. That's why that I
2: think that it's... That makes that sexist. Even though it's on a positive right. end, it's, it's still, still sexist.
3: But I think it's okay because that's, I think that's the drive behind using that pronoun. So, that, so the, you,
4: you say there's positive sexism and negative sexism? Is that I where you think, are? I don't think...
3: I. He's saying it's sexism. I'm, I uh-huh. don't think it is. I think it's okay.
2: The Royal Navy always glorified it in its traditions, mm-hmm. no more than traditions naming ships to HMS,
4: Her Majesty's Ship.
2: There we go. Female figures such as Mother and uh, Goddesses guided to protect ships and crews. Atabe, mm. never thought of that. That's a female. True. Um, countries referred to as she. In both cases, it's acceptable. In the case of countries, they're referring to people of the country as she. Yet, when we say he, it becomes a problem. Why do we often well, use words as he, Who is telling she you
3: in- that say, using the pronoun he is an issue? Google.
2: <laughs> I looked all this stuff up, so it's got to be true. Why do we often use the words he, she in an ab- inanimate objects? Boats and cars, even cigars that people would call she a cigar. Oh, she's a she's a beauty. Have you heard it? You've heard it.
4: I've heard it. Not with my Neanderthals. They have testosterone. Yeah, it's true. man Bacco.
2: Are the objects considered feminine?
3: Again, it's something that is something revered. Nick Perdomo names his fields after women. Natalie, Janine, Stella. Three fields, three names of women that are all Held in high regard by Nick Perdomo. So, yeah, his wife, his daughter, his granddaughter. And his fields, yes. Right.
4: But there's no Nicholas Field.
2: No,
3: there is not. And as Nicholas is there, does he feel like, hey, what the hell? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, want think a field? I think he's a man and he stands next to his dad and he's like, yeah, let's revere these women and fields <laughs> well, and becomes, tobacco. It's positive sexism. No. I don't <laughs> think it's sexist.
2: <laughs> okay. People working, uh, sorting the tables and
3: leaves. And
2: cigars are always,
3: almost always, female. Because women can see, taste, and smell 11% more than men on the top and bottom of all three spectrums with a 22% swing, why would you have somebody who's considered colorblind when it comes to shades organizing tobacco by shade? Just because, to be fair, to both sexes. 99% of bricklayers are men. Should we be making the bricklaying... uh, Unions well, hire more women, women what they have to. to? It
2: used to be 99 or 100% male that would be in the service. As a matter of fact, the war that's going on, they let the women go, and they mm-hmm. said, if you're a man 16 to 60, you must grab an arm and fight. Women, you can go. So you're
4: off the hook. You don't have to go. Correct. I never wow.
2: wanted to be 61 <laughs> so bad. No, but isn't that interesting? And no one has brought up sexism to that. Of, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, we get to go and we leave. Oh, good.
3: Maybe it's sexist. The boat's going be, down. Women and children first. Is that sexism? That's being, that's being a good man, a good provider, making sure that... So when it becomes on the positive end,
2: it's okay. When it's on the negative end, we're, we're bad.
3: I don't think that we're bad, and I don't think that it's sexist. To you're, let them you're, go you're first. You're
2: playing to the, to the audience, and you're trying to be... <laughs> what audience? A, I don't think... <laughs> I don't think you would say this if it was just me and you talking and you would say... This is how, I, it's, this it's is how I
3: feel. You're sensitive. Give me... <laughs> <laughs> give, give me an example that I'm passionate about on the other side, and I'll, I'll let you have it.
2: All right. All right. Let, let, let's get to something. Let's go take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the Insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars.
3: (laughs) A Georgia mom is on a mission to spread joy... And raise awareness after her one-year-old son was diagnosed with uncomable hair syndrome, a hair disorder that many have never heard of. (laughs) I have never heard of it. According to Dr. Chang, a pediatric dermatologist at UCLA, uh, Children with uncombable hair syndrome, also called spun glass hair, can have hair that grows in all directions, and their hair can be straw-colored, have a dull texture, or be hard to manage, much like Doc from Back to the Future. Barry can't use this as an excuse, however, for his chronically messy hair, as the rare disorder usually only affects children from three months to three years, with a rare case up to the age of 12, but I would make the argument maybe he can use it because... He takes a birthday weekend. Yes. that's not only insane. That's asylum. You wrote that, or he did? He did that. No, he did it. Yeah. Huh.
2: Okay. The after show, uh, the topic uh, on the after show, which will be out Wednesday, um, is something we brought up on Clubhouse last Tuesday without Mister Jonathan there, and it was the
3: hours <laughs> of a cigar shop. What are the? See ideals? now that that I have a problem with because you you're there's nobody willing there's nobody willing to step up and partake in all the bullshit that you like to do and you say it to me every once in a while you're like you know I'm getting a little run down why do I keep adding so much shit and the answer for me is always yes I had to miss it because of dinner. So I think you're it's all right. You may but not be we, being sexist, but you're being an ist of some kind. I just don't know what it is. Okay, the week before you said let's change it to
2: Tuesday, so I <laughs> changed it to Tuesday. And the next week you said, yeah, I can't do it. And I'm like, okay. the kids
3: were on vacation it's at my right. friend's house. That's that was the day they. Nobody had. believes
2: that you were eating,
3: Uncle Jonathan. Because I'll go to be right there. back to
2: Thursday. I'll go whatever. But you change it to Tuesday, and then said, okay, now I can't do it. This is Clubhouse, the Cigar Power Hour. If uh, you guys are on Clubhouse, you find us there. On You'll find me there on Tuesday at 8 <laughs>
4: o'clock.
2: <laughs> yeah. The week before, there was no Barry. I'm never there. You were there once, I think. Yeah. Did Barry show you up? You said, all right, enough of this yes. stuff. Barry showed up. All right. And we pulled it off. We pulled an hour off of the hours of a cigar shop. But it was interesting because I'll, I'll talk about it on, on the show. But... Uh, right. I can't believe we got that kind of time out of it. So why not extend it for another 25 minutes and do it on the after show, is what I say. So that's what we'll do. Back to uh, the (laughs) sexist in the cigar industry. Why does a cigar, why does a non-cigar, what does a cigar, non a non-cigar smoker think of a man uh, that they don't know who smokes cigars? And I found this online to find out what does a non-cigar smoker think of people, a man, who smokes cigars.
3: I think they would think that the man's awesome. He probably has a Harley, drives fast, Successful. takes chances. Well,
2: eats at pricey steakhouse, mm-hmm. knows a good bourbon from a bad one. This is what they think of, of <laughs> huh.
3: somebody they don't even know. So you're saying, I'm driving with a cigar in my mouth, and I pass somebody, and they're going the other way, and they see the cigar, and they, they go, say, that guy, goes that guy knows his bourbon. Yes.
4: He's on his way to a steakhouse and he, right he's probably going to
3: eat steak today. And he's driving
2: a nice car, and they can see that. Uh, except for you. Right. Uh, he's at home. Uh, at home, he sits in a wing-back chair. They don't know this person. But they say he's chair. surrounded by leather-bound books. Leather. There'd be yes. leather there. Mm-hmm. He is successful, Ed Sullivan. And he's the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> That's what...
3: Non cigar
2: smokers think but of that was us. written
3: by a cigar smoker who wants people to think that about him. That's what right. I think. I think that's bullshit. And
4: how can every cigar smoker be the most interesting man in the world?
3: Well they, they took a, a survey of
2: non cigar smokers and said, What do you think a cigar smoker is? What do no. they do? What do they like? What do they and this is what they came up with.
4: And that was
2: and, and it's not hundred percent wrong. That was. I do know my bourbons. I mean, I can tell you good
4: from bad. Was that just men responding to that? Or all, kind,
2: all different people. All right. What does a non-cigar smoker think of a woman that they don't know that smokes
3: a cigar? Very interesting. Huh. That she has leather furniture.
4: Uh, lower class somehow.
3: Ah, uh,
4: really? That's what I think they think. I'm not saying that myself.
2: A non cigar smoking people think of a woman who smokes cigars.
3: I can't say what I want to say because yes, it you makes can. you uncomfortable. No, I'm not saying. Yeah, it. but
4: you're just speculating on what they, they think.
3: They think. I'm not saying they what they think.
4: Thinking.
2: Is power or wants power?
4: Ah, power
2: hungry. Power hungry. Good word. Demands attention or wants attention? Hmm. This is not what we think. This is not what it is. This is we, the we, survey. This is the survey of a non cigar smoker. What they think a woman who smokes cigars is: orders red meat.
4: They just order they it.
3: They order it. <laughs> Except to go to
4: the butcher. I
3: would. I would assume that they take their steak on the rarer side. If I see a cigar smoking woman, accepts mm-hmm. rides in limos without concerns <laughs> of the environment. <laughs> This is the most <laughs> random list of shit I've ever heard in my entire life,
2: <laughs> and doesn't nag men about anything.
3: Huh. Uh, now I think they might be onto something with that. <clears throat> there's a there's a low nag when you got a cigar smoking woman. It is sexist by you saying what you're saying,
8: mm-hmm.
3: Did you, because you're coming up and in randomizing my experience, say, saying how, how they all are. In other words, right? Well, I don't know all of the yeah. cigar smoking women, but the ones that I know.
2: So today we have female cigar reps, we have female cigar shop owners, and lots of female cigar smokers. We have uh, females running companies, cigar companies, Maya Silva, Inez Gomez, Cynthia Fuente, Janine Perdomo, just to name a few.
3: So with when it comes to, I follow Jordan Peterson on uh, YouTube, and he talks often about how uh, when you have the two genders, men and women, that men predominantly, 9 out of 10, are low in agreeableness and because agreeableness is a more feminine trait. This is Jordan Peterson saying it, not me. And women are the opposite. 9 out of 10 are high in agreeableness. Of the cigar-smoking women that I know... The- to, to each other or to the opposite... Sex. In general. Like okay. you would say to, about me that I am low in agreeableness, wouldn't you? Very disagreeable. I'm a disagreeable person. Yes. All right. Well, most of the cigar-smoking women that I know have a more masculine trait set where they're lower in the agreeableness, and I wonder if that has something to do with their affinity for cigars. In- independent thinkers. Ah, say
2: that's a nicer way to say it. We're independent. I, I was thinkers. quoting him. I didn't yeah. want to
3: misquote him. That's that's him saying it, not me. I'm just theorizing. Are cigar smokers more independent thinkers?
2: Would you say if you were more than fifty percent? Uh yeah, H- hard time with this whole thing? Hard
3: time with that <laughs> <laughs> Um Pam is an independent thinker, I'll tell you that.
2: Does a cigar smoker Think different. What does a cigar smoker think of another cigar smoker?
3: That you just met a new friend. So you get to know him and you realize he's annoying. Sure. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, would you rather be friends with a cigar smoker? Being a cigar smoker? Sure. If you got your choice, right? If you have a choice. You got two twin brothers. One's a cigar smoker, one isn't. He's yeah. your next door neighbor. They live there. I'm going to tend to go to the cigar of smoker, course. right? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that? No. no, You just doubled your tools. Okay. Next to well, a neighbor is husband and wife. The wife is the cigar smoker.
4: Are they fraternal twins or maternal twins? Fraternal. Well, is it two men who are the twins or a man yes, and a woman? Yes, they were. Now, let's
2: say a man and a woman. And she's the and cigar, she's smoker. cigar
4: smoker. I still go there. Yeah, yeah. With
3: the female oh, cigar yeah. smoker. Yeah. It's just more comfortable. you got something you in still common. Doubled, you still doubled your tools. What does that mean? Because <laughs> you got a neighbor that has tools, and you have tools, and you're both cigar smokers, so you swap a couple of sticks, and next All thing right. you know, you can bought- I borrow your drill? Yeah. You just doubled your tools. Well, you think she has drills. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. yeah she's a cigar yeah, she's smoker. She's a cigar smoker she has- because she's more she has- like one of the guys. And I'm not going to go that far, but I'm sure she looks great <laughs> They're in They're walking on eggshells
2: here as they oh, yeah. do it. I'm trying to get this, this out of them, but I'm getting a little pushback. Is there sexism in the cigar industry?
4: Yes. Of course. I say no. That, that's naive. There's sexism everywhere.
2: I say there was strong. and I'd say it, it, it has away.
4: improved. didn't go away. Well,
2: it dramatically improved from 1980s.
4: Well, that, Dramatically. Yeah. As a society, that's true.
2: Yeah? Yeah. All right. I got more of that coming up, but uh, final thoughts here on Flor de Lorraine.
3: Consistent as far as the flavor notes, not a whole lot of drop-off in flavor as the cigar is developing. A little bit of the pepper that uh, started off at the beginning. It went away a little and then has come back a little stronger at, at the halfway point. What a slow smoke, though. Yeah. Yeah. Halfway done in just about an
2: hour. Yeah. Yeah. And and this was just a six-inch cigar, right? You had a couple hours out of this. All right. Five Five and a uh, half. Yeah? Five and a half.
4: Five and a half hours?
2: No, five and a half inches. Ah. And we're only halfway done, and I I didn't relight. I touched it up once. That was it. Okay, when we come back, uh, who do you want to wait on you in a cigar shop, a man or a woman? I got lots of questions like that, and uh, some uncomfortable ones we'll get to. Uh, Also, we have mail. We have a poll question in a week and a lot more. Stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Lift Not, my friend. The time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different.
3: Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package.
6: Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro. Carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by AJ Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging room 4 Nicaragua today.
5: Surgeon General warning tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non
0: smokers.
7: Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar-smoking experience like no other. Aladino.
5: Hi, this is Steve Saka from Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back, and we're
2: talking women smoking cigars. What do people think about that? Welcome back, everybody. Uh, We're putting down the fluid, the Lorraine Flower of the Queen.
4: Still a lot left.
2: Still a lot left. I'm going to put that aside and we'll move on to the next cigar for the next hour what do we have here mr jay
3: today's second cigar is micarita it's manufactured in nicaragua by dunbarton tobacco and trust the size is a six by 52 called Anco largo the wrapper is connecticut broadleaf the binder is nicaraguan the fillers are nicaraguan it is not part of the cigar authority care package however a single it's twelve fifty nine a box of 20 is two eleven ninety nine, dollars which comes out to just $10.60 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $40, or 16% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. So if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries them, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Here we go. And me, Corita, is my mistress. Hmm. That's why we're smoking it. Because we're talking sexism now. And that, would that, that be would there's that be- some sexism because it is consider if a, if a guy has a mistress, he is considered a stud, and if a girl has a mistress, she's a whore. <laughs> so or a mister. Can't, whatever. can't the- There's no there's no name for it for a woman to have it. There's not even a name for it. That's sexist. She can't cheat with another guy, and he, there's no. It's not a mister. There's only mistress. Mm-hmm. She could have a boy toy or something, right? Side
4: piece. uh, I don't know. But boy, well, boy toy, I guess. Maybe
2: that's the. I'm not sure. But no, mistress says, I'm married. And this is the girl on the Mm -hmm. side. Right. Right. be the mistress, right? A a girl being married and has a boy on the side is not a boy toy. No. There's There's no name for it. She's a whore. Right. (laughs) Is what we would say. That's yeah. Um it, when the guy does it, is he a whore? No. It's, but there's male whores.
4: Dave, there's a big movement in the chat room to get Pam on stage. She's it's, coming
2: up. She's coming. She's coming up. All right, let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. Why, why don't we just cut to the chase, Pam? You want to come up? Yeah. Come on up now, because we might as well just include you in the whole damn hour. She I was might, just going to bring you on for the...
4: Yeah, she might save us.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> you never know. Um, Do you have one of these cigars? Yeah, good. Dave, I mentioned this from the chat room. I'm going to get my soon-to-be wife on cigars, but she's been pregnant for two years, so I've been waiting. That's a long time. So she's a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Two years, I don't know. Yeah,
3: yeah. (laughs) That seems like an awfully long time. To be pregnant, yeah. Mm. Uh, Unless she was working on a set of Irish twins, maybe. Oh, yeah. That could happen.
4: There'd be some kind of gap, though. It wouldn't be a continuous two years of pregnancy. Well,
3: I'm sure he didn't say it was a continuous two years of pregnancy. He just said she's been pregnant for two years. Right. I digress. We're going to light our cigar today <laughs> with the Blizzard by Vertigo as Dave blows by the cold, light, the cold draw. Oh, I forgot that again. Okay. <laughs> two in the a row. Blizzard by Vertigo features single action, double wall protection, three jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, Easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, all for the low price of nine ninety nine dollars 99 on twoguyscigars.com. That's the Blizzard by Vertigo. Hi, Pam. Hi.
2: How are we doing so far? Doing all right. We didn't get ourselves in <laughs> major
8: trouble yet? No, I'd let no. you know.
2: All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tap on, your, on, your, on the desk or do something
4: yeah, if something's going wrong. smack Jonathan if anything right. bad is can, said.
8: Can I just smack him anyway? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: I'm into that. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah,
2: so let me get this moved over. All right.
3: All right, are you
4: ready now? I'm
2: ready. Okay, so tell the truth, including listeners, you can go in the chat box and do it too. Men, women, it doesn't matter, jump in. Uh, You walk into a cigar shop to buy cigars for yourself or a gift, it doesn't matter. Who do you want to be your tobacconist? Who's the person you want to wait on
3: you, a male or a female? How hot are they? And you can use Cigar Store math. Give him a plus two. It doesn't <laughs> Where, matter. Doesn't it matter. matters.
8: Well, maybe it matters for you.
3: Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't matter in this Oh, you're stage. asking them
2: too? Everybody. Right. If oh. you notice, I said everybody, including the people <laughs> in the chat box.
8: He thinks he is everybody.
2: Yeah. Sorry.
4: Yeah.
2: Ed Sullivan, who do you want to wait on you?
4: Neither. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. I don't want either.
2: Yeah, it's a cop-out But you.
4: if I have to have somebody. You have somebody. to, because
2: you can't see the cigars. You're in Canada.
4: He only wants
8: Neanderthal
4: anyway, so he doesn't need anybody. Since I don't want anyone, I'll go with the woman for that.
2: Yeah, because you're not going to take her advice anyway. You're going to get what you want to get. She'll be nicer. She'll be nicer. Yeah, That's sexist right there, but okay. Pam, who do you want to wait on you?
8: I would go to a guy.
2: You would go to a guy? Yep. That's interesting. Because when we got Jessica, she was the first girl here. I said, they're not going to... Um, at the beginning, they're not going to think you know about cigars and they may push away from you and you're going to have to kind of build your reputation to be – I'm guessing, because I never had a girl work for me before, to believe that you know what you're talking about.
3: That's everybody that works here, though, has to go through that process. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: for the regulars. But a non-regular would walk in the door and would go to Jessica, a man, and a non-regular woman would go in and go write for her too. It was more of a friendly face. I felt it treat- was super friendly. Nice, uh, yeah. The door opening yeah. would mo- most likely interrupt one of the songs she was singing. Because even yesterday, there was lines of people that were here. And usually, there's people complaining and stuff. And she was doing the bagging and stuff over there. And she was talking to people. And there was nobody bitching and complaining or anything. I don't know if that had to do with last week's show of bitching and complaining. Until- mm. But it, w- it was a good day as far as people bitching and complaining, right?
3: Yeah, there was almost none. So, woman or man? Uh, I would actually start chatting the room up and sort of get a feel for who I felt kind of knew their shit. All right, cop out question. That's not a cop out. You're
2: asking me. This is how
3: I would play All it. All right,
2: you're changing uh-huh. your doctors. You go into the doctor's office and you were referred to this doctor's office to go to. There's a man that you don't know, and then the other one is a woman. You don't know them either. And they come right out and ask you, we have uh, Dr. Mary Jones and
3: Dr. Tom Smith. Which one would you like? I'm going Tom Smith because uh, he knows the equipment better. Hmm. Ah, he knows your personal equipment better. Not mine. I don't have a relationship with Tom Smith, but he has the same equipment that I have. Yes. So... He could. I feel like I could ask him the questions that I may not be able to get the full They've, answer. This
4: is very straightforward. What you do is you ask to see their hands and you take the one with smaller fingers.
3: That's because you're over 50. I don't have to think about that for another six years. Pam, what do you do?
8: Uh, I'd go for Mary Jones like, for the same reason because yeah, she knows equipment. the equipment.
2: Okay. You go for the female. Yeah. Um... The woman is gentler, maybe. Again, I don't know either of
3: them. But I've don't had, you say the woman? I've, I've had exams in that area from women and from we're men. Not, we're not talking proctologists. We're just talking the <laughs> regular right. doctor. Get everything. off the butt stuff. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm talking about the front. Okay, I've had the examination from both, and oh. the, the guy is more gentle. He knows the equipment. That's my. Oh, that's oh. why I've had both, and I'm like, yeah, I'm oh, going just the, the guy. Cough? the cough. Really? No, the full exam. You know, the every five years they got to really get in there and feel for nodules and. Oh, really? They give you the explanation of what they're doing and why. And how it's not weird.
8: So she manhandles it. <laughs>
3: it's a
4: little rough. It's a little yeah. Rough.
3: I don't know. Joshua in the chat room
4: says, "Mary Jones, because male physicians are not good." Speaking as someone who works very closely, all with them, ma- all male physicians this is are, what are not he good. Says. Someone who works very closely with many physicians across five hospitals and two states. Women will solve your problem, men will cover it up.
2: Interesting. Hmm. Would you rather get advice from a man or woman? What's the topic?
8: Hmm. How intelligent is that person?
3: What is the topic? <laughs> if I'm getting business advice, I'm going to you.
2: Well never mind. And if I want you don't, advice, know, you don't know me. It's so you, I, you went into the better the, the small businessmen's association
3: and again there's Mary Jones and Tom Smith. Yeah, I gotta I gotta chat the room business. up and get some credentials. I mean I've, i I used to run my own networking group. You you learn to work the room because just because this girl came up and gave you a card and she was a little bit more aggressive in that moment does not mean she's All successful. Right, you're, on,
2: you're on the website, and they say, which one do you want to have an appointment with? There's nobody to talk to. You've got to set an appointment up, and here's the different business people that are there, and they have the same criterias, and there's Mary and there's Tom. Which one are you picking? All right. Come on. I'm flipping a, a coin, I guess. I- wow, you're just not being honest. No. That's not true. You're not letting me be me. You're saying I can't be me. I have to be somebody else. I'm picking the guy. If, call it sexist or whatever, I'm picking the guy. He knows the
8: equipment, right? <laughs> what are you doing, Pam? For a business situation? Yep. I hate to agree with Mr. Jonathan. I really do. But I'm looking at qualifications. But you if, can't. They're ex- if the qualifications are they're the exactly identical Then it depends upon what it is. If I need advice on something that's, I want a more aggressive approach, I'm going to go for a guy. So aggression, the guy would
2: be... Well,
3: if you're talking about business, the more successful people tend to be... I would say you'd automatically go with your own Low in agreeableness, and I give you as exhibit A, you're very successful, and you're low in agreeableness. So... That's probably the direction I would go, uh, now that I'm thinking about it. It's probably a man.
4: Tom Criswell says that women are more relational, probably spend more time listening. So if they listen better, then they'll understand the problem better. As an
2: entire sex, the woman listens more than the guy? Mm -hmm. But then you could get the most unbelievable guy that loves to listen.
4: You could, could. yeah.
2: Highly unlikely if he's successful. You're going to automatically go to the same sex is what I'm guessing is going to happen if people are going to be honest with so each you, other. You Pam's are going to open a business, and she's going to talk to another woman that can tell her about opening that business because maybe it's going to be No. No. This is how I think. No. And I think everybody yeah, so should you think have, the way I think yeah, you anyway. Have, you have
3: an agenda in mind, and you're pissed that it's not playing out <laughs> the way you hope. It's not playing out. So let's get Although,
2: to Dave, the poll question
3: of the week.
4: Bro- Brock Blade says, so everybody picks the most knowledgeable person, but Dave wants the guy.
2: <laughs> you can't have the choice of it. We don't know who the most knowledgeable is. That's the point Your of it. Your premise is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you're at a networking event and you meet you're somebody. Not. You're on you're online and you got to pick. You want an appointment? It's so beneficial for in here's the people and they have the, the credentials. Which one do you want the appointment with? There's nobody to talk to. You got to click one <laughs> of them. They they're both pretty I identical. I Dave's question. Now pick it.
8: They're identical. And, she, and she's picking the man. I'm picking the man for some. For pick, if I want something that I want a more aggressive approach, I'm going to pick a man. If I want somebody that's a little bit more understanding if listening if you have a question
3: about nurturing you go for the woman
8: I'm going for the woman yep
3: the beginning of this
2: whole thing was you got to be honest today okay. <laughs> <You> got to tell you <laughs> you know I, it seems I've like I've you're playing honest. to be honest you're playing to the audience and you're saying look I'm not sexist I I get my nails at, done I get, I do this you're, at you're, that's point, how you been playing this since at the beginning what
3: point in my life prior to today's show has it appeared even in the slightest bit that I give two shits what anybody thinks about me. And now today's the day that I care. Today's the day. You got me.
2: That's the way you're playing.
3: You got me. Today's the day. Question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair cigars. Victor Sinclair cigars, the cigars you won't question. Barry, put up the the question, is Mr. Jonathan sexist? Put that as the question this week. Uh, The question was, which did you like better, the Aladino in the round or the Aladino box pressed? Pretty interesting here. Given the number of times that I've heard over the week that people don't like box press cigars, 64% of our listeners said the box press was their preferred shape. 35% no, said round, of which they liked cigar. better of the, between the two,
2: right? Say the question again. Which did you like better, Aladino round yeah. or box press? Not do you like box press better than
3: right. round. Different question. Right. Since we're talking about aladino and box press, I didn't think that I had to say that again. You do. You so 64.17% of the people preferred the box pressed aladino carojo over the 35% round. even, dead even said they preferred the aladino round carojo. Yeah. And 0.83 found both the aladino box press carojo and the aladino in the round carojo to the be same. the same. Right. Are you happy now? Better. Okay. Yeah. Just don't make could make be it misleading. Your thing.
2: Yeah, You tried to mislead us, um, <laughs> as, as he's doing right now, making believe he's somebody different than he is. Yeah. And I know how he is. <laughs> what is wrong with? We are a little bit sexist. Sure. We, we think that women are different than men. They I think different. so. They, they are different. different,
8: and it seems like you're, you're just trying to play. You're talking to the man that dances with men, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Right. So it just seems like he's playing soft today. He's he's not being honest. Just just whatever. Uh, just coming whatever. Up, coming upcoming shows uh, next week. Um, we thought we were all ready for uh, Major League Baseball to happen, mm. and it was already planned out. But um, Ram from El Artista Cigars, the maker of Big Poppy Cigars, is coming on the show, and um, we have the. Um, Big Poppy Firecracker ready to be released for opening day. We also have the Stadium Series 2 ready to come out, and we're going to talk uh, about El Artista cigars. And not not only do they make the Big Poppy, but um, the, the big hot one right now, which is the um, Buffalo, Buffalo 10. 10. Buffalo 10 across the board on there. So we'll talk to Ram, young man, still in his 20s. Uh, he seems like the big uh, hot shot right now in the cigar industry. We'll get to know him. Uh, On March 19th, personal stories of cigar brands and their owners. I dug deep on this, and uh, I'm going to tell stories that uh, you will not believe of people in in, uh, the cigar industry. Also, uh, on March 26th, we're bringing Mickey Pegg back, um, and we'll (laughs) talk to him, and uh, he has some things to say.
3: Do you think he does? Does he have something to say? He should. He should
2: have something to say. And uh, then April 12th is the Sky Authority's 12th anniversary party. Pam, you're coming. Yes.
4: Yeah. Am I going? She
2: might be the only female. Nope, there's two. All right. Two females coming. All right. So you won't be by yourself, but you'll be one of the guys anyway. Is that a bad thing? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) All right. So I have some (laughs) rapid-fire questions for you, who you would prefer uh, for you. And... uh, Tell the truth, rapid fire, just go around the thing, male or female, dentist,
3: male. I don't care. Male or female? Can you say I don't Ma- care?
8: Can you say I don't care? If you- gets-
3: Well, Pam, uh, what you're doing is you're not really representing <sighs> yourself properly uh, because you're not willing to pick.
8: You, all right. What are the rules? Do I have to pick male or female? Ki-
3: no. Nah. Or can I say I don't care? I don't care. I don't care. Male.
2: Male, male, male. I don't care. Male, uh, dental hygienist.
3: Female. Don't care. Female. She's going to be more gentle. Now
2: you guys are right on track there, and you're on track with me so far.
3: Is that a positive thing? I don't know. Should I consider suicide Ooh, right at this same. point? Nope. Don't. <sighs> Eye doctor. Doesn't matter.
8: No. Don't care. I don't think I have a preference. Everybody's on that. got eyeballs.
2: Yep. Okay. Proctologist. Small fingers.
3: Male or female? Mm. You don't know who they are. You got to pick still, one from the thing. Still able to see my stuff from the back, so I'm going to go male. Male. Do women have uh, proctologists? They have assholes, so I'm sure they have no? proctologists. No,
8: but I got to go for a colonoscopy if that helps.
3: Yeah, so you'll go to the gynecologist So. For that? <laughs> No, wrong hole. <laughs> I understand that, but you said that <laughs> women don't have proctologists, which is a first. I, I didn't know that. I just assumed that uh. y'all did. Yeah. So you, what's your answer? Proctologist.
4: Male. 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 Male.
2: Everybody wants a male proctologist. So I wonder if there's female proctologists. Yeah, they, they're hurting, right? It's not good. Mm-hmm. Nurse.
4: Female.
8: Female. Uh, Sorry, Tom. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. <laughs> Unless
4: it's Tom. If it's Tom, I'm I'm going male. If it's not, you don't know who it's going to be. Probably female.
2: Interesting, Tom. Right? Interesting. I prefer a female. You prefer a female, <laughs> and, we, and we 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 have uh, Nurse Rick that comes yeah. up here too, and uh, we're going to pick the female uh, mechanic. Male. Tell tell the
4: truth, male. Mm-hmm. Male. Probably male, although I had a great female bike mechanic at one point. But you're picking male. Roofer. Oh,
2: male. 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 Because of strength and get yeah. quicker. Those shingles are not I, easy to get They're not under. easy. I, it's it's hard up there. to get up in that
3: height? Uh, and, I'd yeah, feel
2: bad for her. Care. I'd be carrying the shingles. Let's start going backwards. We're going to start. Ed first, and we'll right. go this way.
4: <laughs> Personal trainer. Um, I don't think I have a preference. Mm. That's a tough one.
8: I'll go male.
3: Doesn't matter to me. The
8: answer
2: is
4: the same sex
3: on that personal <laughs> trainer. You got
2: it wrong.
4: <laughs> Masseuse. I've never had a massage. If I really? did, I, I'll say female.
8: All right. I used to always only like females. And then I got convinced to have a, a guy do the massage and I will hands down have a guy do the massage. They have more um, strength in their arms. Hmm. So, male.
3: I've always been curious about having a male gay <laughs> <give> massage. <laughs> <laughs> but given that everybody already thinks I'm gay, yeah. I just haven't. So I'm going to say female just so I have at least one answer so correct. So you've never had a male massage? I've never had a male massage.
2: No, Nor have I, and you've done both? Yes. And you have done none? None.
4: You never had a massage. I don't need strangers groping me. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable. I mean, with I've, it, to be honest with you. I've myself. gone through, you know, security with TSA and been gate raped. Did you ever <laughs> do like the chair massage at the mall?
6: <laughs> no. Or
4: at the um airport? Or, or in the other room. You had a chair massager yeah. for years. Yeah. Well you've
2: yeah. done that. Yeah, I didn't. You didn't do it? I did it. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. Uh, I once was with Jonathan and Oh, this was so priceless. (laughs) (laughs) We're all at the airport, and I said, yeah, come on. I'll buy massages for everybody. We're waiting a long time for the plane and stuff. Okay, and here we go in, three or four of us. Yeah. And everybody's grabbing somebody, and it's the male, the male, the male, and I'm the last
3: one. No, that's not how the story goes. The story goes, (laughs) I said to Dave, because I saw that there was a girl and a guy left, and I knew Dave didn't want to get the massage from the guy, so I said, Dave that she's calling you. And he goes, no, 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 I'll go last. I'm like, Dave, you should, you should go. And he says, no, no, no. And he's messing around with Facebook. So I go, all right. And I go and I whisper to the girl, I go, when, when he, his name gets called, I have to watch his reaction. (laughs) And so the guy says, uh, sir, you're, you're next. And he goes, okay. And he's looking at his phone, looking at his phone, looking at his phone, he gets up and he sees it's a guy. And he actually says out loud, Oh no." And then they, they ripped me
2: oh, it for was three awesome. days after. It was awesome. <laughs> I, what it was. I
3: should have videoed it.
8: Chiropractor. A guy. My chiropractor is a guy,
3: so. I guess. I've never been to one. Really? No. I've never met a woman chiropractor.
2: I, I've done both, and it was always a man, and then I have a woman now, and she's <laughs> great. Uh, golf instructor.
4: Never had one of those either. <laughs> I guess um, I'll take the man for that golf instructor.
8: Yeah, I'll go guy.
4: Guy. Yeah,
2: I'd go guy. Okay, remember this is rapid fire, right? Oh, uh, now you want to <laughs> speed things up? Ed Sullivan dance teacher.
4: I want Jonathan. To, if I need a dance <laughs> lesson, I'm going to Jonathan.
2: But male or female, you don't know Jonathan.
4: Wait, we don't know if he's male or female. You
2: don't. You, we don't. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Oh well then I'll go female if I don't know. Okay. But.
2: Female?
8: Yeah, female.
3: Male. You would? Every time. <laughs> and the best lessons I've had in my life ever were all men. For and dance. would <laughs> you dance. say that to somebody
2: that's going for dance instructor? You should get a man. Man or female, it doesn't matter. Your dance instructor should be a male. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Personal chef.
4: Mmm, that's a tough one. Mm. I'm going to go female on that for personal chef. Oh, personal chef. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Pam? I'm going to
8: go male.
3: I only know male personal chefs, but I'd be curious, so I'm going to go female. Ooh, the answer is male.
5: <laughs>
8: <laughs> I got it right. <laughs> Two points for
3: me. Veterinarian. You got to go female. Female.
2: Yeah? Okay. you got, you got a lot of pets. I'm interested yeah. in
8: that. Yeah, I happen to have, I, I don't know that I care, but I happen to have had all female vets, so
4: okay. it's got to be female. F- female. I, I think there are a lot more female than male vets. How about boss? Male. Male.
2: Yeah, it's got to be male. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I could handle anything else. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't handle a boss. No, probably period. not. Uh, foot doctor.
4: I never have one of those either. You will. Oh, all right. Um, Female. Male.
3: Well, since I prefer to have my feet uh, attended to by a male, I'll I'll take the male podiatrist. Undertaker. Uh, Who gives a shit? You're dead.
8: Uh, Thank you for taking the (laughs) words out of my mouth. I'll go
2: male. (laughs) Rather than male. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think I give a shit I know I'm, no, I'm really
3: can. yeah I'm really bartender great.
8: female female
3: I'm gonna say male because you can make a connection and maybe you get a stiffer drink. Yeah. Waiter or waitress? What do you prefer?
8: Female. What? Female.
2: Male. Male. Really? Yeah, the high end places and you get a waiter. It's like the ultimate, right? No, no, no.
4: Some old guy
2: When you go to High-end restaurants It's always a waiter Isn't it not? places I want
3: of, to A
4: lot of the Steakhouses yeah, Probably is yeah. sort of thing, yeah. Yeah. When,
3: I've, when we've gone to Buckley's When I have Jared Who's my favorite waiter He's super attentive He seems to be able To manage all the tables That he's got in his section Very, very well He never has to write Anything down And nothing's ever wrong I've gone and had The waitress And she was okay But not nearly as attentive This Jared takes it to the next level. Male. Huh. Sports announcer. Male. Male. I
2: don't care. Yeah.
4: <laughs> that's believable, and, and by the way, Actually. By the way, that's the correct answer.
2: Well, this, this is where the sexism comes in, because I have never liked the female sports announcer. And at the beginning, I'm like, what's she doing on here? Now, she hasn't even <laughs> spoke yet. So yeah. how negative is that? You know, I'm, I'm being totally honest and could turn out to be excellent. Right. But at the beginning of it, it's like, oh, no, you know, thinking they're just putting a pretty face on here, and, you know, it's not going to be good. Podcaster. You do a lot of podcasting.
4: I guess I'll have to say male, because that's predominantly the shows I listen to. Yeah,
3: that's where I'm at, too.
2: Yeah, I don't care. No care? And last
3: question is, should the Cigar
2: Authority have a female co-host?
3: Yeah, if one steps up, Sure. I'm not opposed to it.
2: Pam says yes. She strongly believes it, throws <laughs> her hands up in the air. She's done a good job so well, far.
4: Uh, Lord knows we've tried on the ash holes, and they keep leaving. Yep. <laughs> they, don't, they
2: don't last. So uh.
3: The thing is that, uh, it, that, that I think we would struggle with, it, with a, a consistent female host is I think the show would become nicer. Because mm-hmm. I know no matter what I say to you on the show – it stays on the show, and yeah. when we walk out there, we're having a conversation about something different. You've never said to me, "Oh, that was a hurtful thing that you said <laughs> to me," right. and my feelings are hurt, and and I would feel I I can bust Pam's balls all day, but I can't go as far with Pam as I go with you or yeah. Barry because
8: well, you don't know that you haven't tried right. That, but I would, and I don't know that either because you haven't yeah. tried. That's
3: true. That's true.
2: So well, we, we think it because we of the sexist that. that we are that that you're gonna cry.
3: If we I don't think right. she's... No, no, no. No, 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 no. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Oh, yeah. that's, that's a true statement. That is, that a, is true a true statement. statement. I think Barry would cry before Pam Absolutely, <laughs> Absolutely. Barry would yeah. cry before Pam yeah, cries. That's not, what, that. that's not what I meant by it. I meant with Pam, now This the situation could become very real if... She got afraid. You're afraid of her, is what you're She's saying. She's scary. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might
8: cry when my foot gets lodged up his backside. There we go. I mean, go. I need it back. All right, let's take a break. When
2: oh, we come like back, that. we have three <laughs> letters in the mailbag, a prize to give away, and more. Pam's here, and we're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
9: Available at top retailers like 2 and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company.
5: Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Eñejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 in Yale is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
9: Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Jose, Jose Dominguez. Did you know Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the very best blend for his namesake? Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. Now, anyone that's tried one will tell you, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. So, next time you light up, make it the best. Make it a Jose Dominguez cigar. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. Jose.
5: Jose Dominguez. This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
2: Greatest day of our lives. (laughs) We're back. We're smoking the Mi Corita, my mistress. Talking sexism in the cigar industry, I think it's a, there's a little bit of it, but it's way better than it used to be. But um, you know, we do the after show, but there should be a show, the in between show, just oh, the breaks. God.
3: Yeah, the breaks, are, the <laughs> which breaks is are better great.
2: than the show sometimes. But uh, we leave some of that. If, and, and if I walk, only the studio audience gets that.
3: If I walk in to buy mascara the assumption from the person on the other side of the counter is going to be that I'm buying it for someone. Yeah. If I'm not currently wearing mascara, if I was wearing mascara, Mm -hmm. they would just sell it to me. I'm sure. So in a male dominated or a female dominated area or part of society, there's going to be the assumption. And I think that's people get confused that assuming that someone isn't partaking in that activity, that's not necessarily sexist. That is, the norm, that's what you experience. Most of the time, well, now it's 50% of the time. When I started, most of the time, a woman walking in looked lost. She needed help. We got to look up an account. She's yes. buying a gift for somebody. Now, it's kind of 50-50. We're seeing more and more female cigar smokers, but I still can't help myself. I i make the assumption in my mind, she's probably not a smoker. I try to make the joke and, and yeah. you know, fish for information, but- it, that's not sexism. That is just the it's profiling. That's, that's, how it's the, that's how the that's how the profile minority. works out.
2: So I wonder the, if we were interviewing the person working in Victoria's Secret, mm-hmm. which by the way is always a female. I don't know.
8: Yes? I've never seen a man in there. I've never okay. seen a male working there.
2: Yeah, and that's how it was in the cigar stores that you never see a female working in the cigar store. And I don't know if there's males working at Victoria's Secret, but the female working at Victoria's Secret, if we had the same conversation. You know, have you dealt with, oh, every once in a while guys come in to buy ladies' underwear for themselves or whatever? You know, well, you if he, you
3: see the guy every week, he's a regular, he and he's one of your whales. He says, she's my size.
4: <laughs> right, right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> can I try this on? <laughs> right. No. Can you try clothes, things on? You can't, probably. You can. You can. Absolutely. Oh, really? Yep. Hmm. All right, we're smoking the, the Mikorita, uh my mistress, uh and it would would you say it's a sexist cigar?
8: No. No? No. Saying what's that? what's sexist about it?
2: It's a mistress? my mistress, so therefore it is perceived as a man of smoking it.
8: Mm-hmm. Oh. Right? Yeah, I suppose so. But I mean, so you call it mistress and I can have misters. Well yeah? Yeah, why not?
3: She can have whatever she wants. All right, it it's about. good for the goose.
8: It's good for the game. All right,
3: we got a prize to give away. <laughs> we do. Uh, the best email of the week is brought to you by, I can't read Monte it. Monte Cristo. Thank you, buddy. Monte Cristo. Uh, this week's prize is a... Tumbler. Thank you. Tumbler. A, a p- wallet. A cutter.
4: Twin engine limited edition coffee. There we go. And a very nice notebook and
2: pen. You know what he got back is, is that Elefante coffee i saw him Mm. post the other day which has been gone for a few years
3: and you love it
2: loved it
4: Mm.
3: following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigar authority.com and bradley writes with respect to redemption since my question last week was lackluster Mm. i've decided to seek redemption in asking better questions continuing with the theme from last week have y'all thought about doing a show about what it takes to put on an event you could cover the cost, the logistics, and even the planning of the event. It's easy to say, uh, why don't y'all do this kind of event without knowing what it takes to pull an event like that off. On a side note, you could do, uh, you could also add a segment to the show of the worst email of the week where I could be on. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have a good weekend now, And keep up the great work The event one is somewhat interesting
4: Because you probably do hear from people In other parts of the country That want to organize their own event just He has they... from people in other <clears throat>
3: industries That want to throw an event
2: right? So I wrote a book about it Called mm-hmm. David versus Goliath: How to Compete and Beat the Online Giant, and it's about cigar store events or, or store events. Right. It doesn't have to be cigar store; any any event, and it's one hundred proven promotions for retailers. And in there is all events, including our anniversary party mm-hmm. of how to do it, which is very complex. But there's some simple stuff in there, and it goes up, and you can find it on Amazon or DavidGarofalo.com.
3: We're always looking for. Topics for after shows and for uh the clubhouse call. I mean, that's not a.
2: All right, we'll do a show it's on not that. Not a bad.
3: You can just open up the book and do the anniversary party and. a Couple, the couple of them.
2: Well, I could certainly get into it uh like Steve did and start putting prices on it and say, you know, people go to our anniversary party and say, you must clean up at this <laughs> thing. There's a hundred eighty thousand dollar budget on that party, right? And at the end of it, it's gone plus.
3: And it starts It starts being planned the next day, yes. going through all the notes of the stuff that went wrong at this one that we need to make sure we address and get going for the yeah. next
4: one. Although the, the Trans Am one was planned many years before because yes. right. you had to get a car.
2: Right, right. So he's always going to go and now find the car, right. Start, start wait for, for
4: Burt Reynolds to die.
2: Right. The day before. Right. It's a lot of planning. There's <laughs> a lot of planning. Okay, that's Bradley's first one.
3: Yeah, so Linda writes with respect to women and cigars. Ah, hi, guys. Oh. I just wanted to reach out since I know you have an upcoming show about women and cigars. I'm a 56 year old woman who started smoking cigars in my early 20s. At the time, it was just for celebrations, maybe four or five times a year. Since meeting my husband almost 20 years ago, I've become an avid cigar smoker. I smoke approximately three to four a day. That's like Pam level shit right there. My husband briefly worked in the industry and is very knowledgeable about cigars and over the years has taught me a ton about cigars. It is now an activity we can both enjoy together. We travel a great deal and the majority of our trips focus on cigar destinations or cool cities with great cigar bars. The folks we have met at these places are amazing. We always end up in fun conversations about cigars, travel, dogs, and various interesting subjects. This is interesting. Pam's because got a friend here. Th- this is interesting like because the difference between uh, Linda, who's writing this email, and Pam, is Linda is traveling with a significant other that also smokes cigars. So she's not going to experience a walk of shame through the lounge because she's got automatic backup right next to her. Well, she may go on her own sometimes. The husband's She's work. She's not saying our, that yeah. she goes on her own. I'm saying okay. that that's that is a slightly different experience for Pam to go sit in the lounge. It is no small feat, I think. I've always admired that about you, Pam. Thanks, ma'am. <laughs> uh, for some reason, there is a myth about cigars being a man's hobby. My husband and I own three busy and stressful businesses, and cigars can help relax you. A few times a week i can sneak away and have a cigar at our local lounge it puts me into pure zen mode i don't have to think about anything just enjoy the company and the cigars
2: what a perfect uh email for today's topic so that's uh that's good we got two good ones in a row one thing we're interested to do a show and the other one was perfect timing and she knew it she knew the show was coming up
3: so here's the email to it so there's a, a A little uh, extra star for that. Now it's time for the one that I would like to vote up. Okay. Uh, Jay writes, the king has spoken. Hmm. Dave needs to drop the charade. He loves Lanceros. He raves about Toscano all the time, practically Mm -hmm. a Lancero. Toscanello, half a Lancero. By his own admission, the carpenter pencil is a petite box (laughs) press Lancero. Aventura Lanceros are a staff favorite. Aladino Elegante sells by the box. Combine my favorite wrapper and my favorite size, and what do you get? Tabernacle Lancero. All these can be found in any of his stores as well as the online shop. Do you have Tabernacle Lancero? Sure do. By royal decree... How did that happen? (laughs) By royal decree, I proclaim this email, this week's total Lancero takeover segment. His Royal Eminence, the King of Lanceros, Jay.
2: Whew. Not a chance. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Linda because it's perfect timing.
4: I'm with
3: you on that. There's two?
8: Yeah, I go Linda. All I right. think that's great.
3: Linda wins so it. you guys are a bunch of sexists because the only girl that wrote in automatically gets to win. No, because she timed
2: that email. She knew the show was coming up in advance of it and gave an, an added and to the show. She you listened. Could've, you could have brought that <laughs> up at the beginning of the show. And we could have had time to talk about it, but we don't have time to because we have to give the prize to Linda right now. So now Barry's not here, so you have to do something with that. Yeah, I'll just respond to the email. Hmm. Yeah, you know what to do, right? I know what to do. All right, and Pam knows what to do because it's a classic three-way, right? Yep. You know what to do? Yep. All right, classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars.
1: It's time for This Day in Classic History brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under four bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars. The most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars.
2: All right. Ed Sullivan is our champion. Yeah. You are.
4: I am. I think you even screwed me out of one last week. Remember after the show? That a date was off. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I hope you were more careful. And I looked it up.
2: I don't know. I do these in advance, but (laughs) I I think I have them. I looked them over. It looks like uh, it looks good to me.
4: Oh, how many questions?
2: I have four questions and no tiebreakers. None. None. Because we're going to get a winner here. All right. If not, if it's a tie, it goes to you. Yeah, and that'll work out. If it's Pam, it'll go to you next week because.
4: Yeah. So I got a pretty good shot, good at, shot at this. this. So You're Mr. welcome. So Mr. Jonathan, we're <laughs> counting <Thank> on
2: you. All right, <laughs> <clears throat> ready? Yep. Penn Gillette, American magician, pen and teller, and he, uh, also he's an author. He was born in Greenfield, Massachusetts today. Greenfield. Greenfield. Where was that? there.
4: Uh, that's out west. It's not far from Williamstown. Another town, town he's never heard of. Yeah, but That's okay. all the way out western Massachusetts. Oh, okay. up in the corner. All right. Uh, 1956. 56. 60. 60. I'm
3: going to go
2: 54. 54. Mr. Jonathan will take it at 60. Goddamn right I will. It's
4: 65. <laughs> Seems older. He does. Mm.
2: So Mr. Jonathan has a point, and it's over to Mr. Jonathan. This one should be an easy one for him. Andy Gibb. British singer-songwriter, stage performer, uh, teen idol. I just want to be your everything. Not me. This is one of the songs. <laughs> he was born in England today. Andy Gibb. This is the brother of the Gibbs. See the ugly one? He's the brother. No, he no. was the good-looking one all by himself. He wasn't
3: He wasn't with the group. part of the Bee Gees. Oh, all right. 1939. 39. Doesn't change my answer.
4: 1936. Uh, 36. I'm sticking with 57.
2: There we go. It was 58, but you're right uh, there, almost exact. What are you talking about? The Gibbs. <laughs> the Gibbs. How old do you think they were? 90? <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't they die of old age? No, Some he, died, he killed himself, yeah, right? Yeah, he did, I
3: think, yeah. Oh, boy. yeah he committed you guys first. know a lot about the Bee Gees.
2: Oh, yeah. You don't know about the Bee Gees? You oh, were a DJ. I,
3: I like the Bee Gees, but... Just another boy band, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so we have one point for
2: Mr. Jonathan, one point for Ed. We only have two questions left. Two points for example. You no, know Pam, Pam has Goose egg. Goose egg. She does. Yeah. All right, Pam, it's over to you. American reality TV program, The Osborns, featuring Ozzy Osbourne premiered on MTV Today. What year was that? The Osborne TV show on MTV started today. Were you a fan?
8: I watched a few of them. I wasn't necessarily a fan.
2: I've actually never saw one.
8: Uh, I'm going to go 2001. 2001.
3: 2004. Four. I have 2004 written down.
2: 2001. It's 2002. But very good. We have a three-way tie, and this is where it gets good.
4: Actually, Dave, you were off again. Penn Gillette was 1955, not 65. Oh. No way.
6: (laughs) I just (laughs) Googled it. Well, that that means
8: I get a point because I wrote down 54. What am I looking at that's giving me the wrong information?
4: It's adding 10. I don't know.
2: Is that exactly what happened last time, too?
3: There's a maniac
2: out there online That's giving me the wrong
3: information (laughs) Because I'm doing it myself So we're giving Pam an additional point And we are deducting a point from Ed Sullivan No, I didn't get a point on that either
8: I think that was your point I just
3: wanted to deduct a point from you (laughs) Was that Jonathan's point? I think
8: it was Jonathan's
3: point You know what I have now, Pam? Goose egg yeah. All right, goose. is this all straightened out? Yeah, goose egg two <laughs> and one. We're going to have to, pe- people
2: going to have to be, che- did, what, did somebody say you got it somebody wrong Somebody
4: in the chat room said it. I looked and it you up checked on it. Google. And it How says, the hell,
2: now i got to go double double check these things before it happens. It's never, this is crazy.
3: I'm, all, I'm bothered by is, this. Yeah, all I know is that if it, if it was me that oh. did it, we would never hear the end well, of Well, I, I hate myself, so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So is this correct now? PM has two points. Yeah. Ed has one. Jonathan has nothing. We have one question left. Two points to be exact. And who are we over to? Ed Sullivan again? Yeah. Okay. Now, I looked this up twice. All because right. I wanted to get... I wanted to find out how he died. Ah. So this is died today. Mm-hmm. What year he died. And I looked this up earlier, and I looked it up again today. So it's already been double-checked. It is correct. Richard... Kalinsky, American Mafia hitman, the Iceman. The Iceman? He died at 70 years old. Today. What year? I don't know. Do you know who he is? You watch all the things on him? No. Oh, really? That's what you got to do tomorrow. All right. Is watch the (laughs) interviews of the Iceman.
4: Make a day of it. Yeah. Was he the one with the disguised voice and stuff? No. No, not that one. No. Different one.
3: Stop trying to look for hints over here at John, Sullivan. And you know who he is, right? <coughs> I know. I've heard of him.
2: And you know? No. Wow, I'm so into the guy. I think... Real sick. Real... you, you got to watch the interviews up, because right. he's, he's the ice Man because he's so cold-blooded. It's like, yeah, then I chopped his head off, and I cut him in pieces. Like,
4: not the nonchalantly. Uh, 1993. 2008. 1984. All right, Ed Sullivan will get the point
2: on this, because it's 2006. How did he die? He died of heart disease Uh. at 70 years old. But um, it's amazing that he wasn't executed.
4: Right. I figured somebody must have got him. Yeah,
2: and that's what I wanted to look up. I'm like, wow, he died. He must have been executed, and it wasn't.
4: Hmm. Died of a heart disease, and... That was it. So I don't know who's messing with you with these dates. Wow.
3: I I look up, you know, days in history. You had almost
4: 12 strong years. Correct. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a
3: row of a wrong date. it's two weeks in a row that someone fact-checked him. (laughs) Right. So we don't know how accurate he really (laughs) was the whole rest of the time. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Uh, so so things on Google are not exactly true in all cases.
4: <laughs> you just leave everything, everything. Is that what we learned today? That, that's where we're at, yeah.
3: <laughs> so wow. from a flavor standpoint, if we can talk about cigars for a moment. Oh, all right. Uh, early on in the cigar I got a spice note with some leather, but now have you ever had sour cream and chive chips? Probably, maybe, accidentally. I don't do sour cream. All right. So, if you had sour cream and chive chips, and then you dipped them in sour cream to really never, make the chive, would never happen. Just completely subside. So you, sa-
2: you do sour cream. You don't do
3: mayonnaise, uh, don't you? Consider sour cream like a mayonnaise consistency. No, but I don't eat a lot of sour cream because it upsets my stomach. But because it's, it's sour, it's <laughs> fermented. <laughs> Nor do you eat chips. So, what are you talking about? I've eaten chips yeah. before, and I've I've eaten sour cream and chive chips, and I've dipped sour cream and chive chips in sour cream. All right. So that's the flavor I'm getting
2: here. You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. Bill Burr knows.
3: <laughs> Do, have we landed Bill Burr? No. What the hell?
4: I don't know. I, I'll have to talk to Tony V if he ever comes back from Aruba.
2: <laughs> yeah. Let's just handle just Bill Burr and just done. take care of that and get it done. Flavor notes on this: Do you get anything? Is there anything? Ch- sour cream and chive.
8: I didn't get the sour cream and chive. Smoky.
4: There's some earthiness, earthy, and then, smoky leather. You get a little sweetness from that uh, brush wrapper. Yeah, maybe that's the chive. Maybe I that's the chive. Yeah. Are you chive talking? Well done.
2: Well <laughs> done. Of, of the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, this is what I like the the best because it's not overpowering like some of the others.
3: This is a little, lasts a little more Dave style. I lean more toward his sin compromiso. This is <laughs> fine. Whiskey miser says,
4: Google says Dave died in 2009. <laughs> Whiskey miser. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm
2: Not to be made sport of here. No,
4: that's <laughs> not nice. <laughs> All and, right. Well, that's not right anyway, because you had 10 to that, and you're still not dead in 2019. So
2: Yeah. So females were profiled in the cigar industry is how I think is what happened, that... They came along and changed as it went on and became cigar smokers and stuff. But the older people, like myself that was in the business, profiled at them as they they were coming in to buy gifts. They hated cigar smokers. Remember them coming in, holding their noses sure. and saying, I don't want to be here. Let me look this guy up and all this stuff. And as time went on, people like Pam came in the store and other people came in and actually liked cigars and changed it all. And now we're seeing them really in the cigar business and uh in certain part, parts of the country they're the major majority of cigar shop owners. So there's a whole world of cigars for female cigars smokers and uh in the business and we'll see more of it and it's a good thing.
4: It's and a I'm great not, thing.
2: Yeah. And I'm less sexist as, as than I used to be.
4: I think you've made progress. Yeah. We're not gonna declare you cured yet. Yeah so you're progressing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jonathan's making up some yeah. of it. And he, he's, playing, he's playing safe. I didn't play anything safe jo- at yeah. all.
4: <coughs> Jonathan's in complete denial. Of yeah. what?
3: Well, we know.
2: Yeah, yeah we just, just trying to get you to be honest and say this is what it is. And, of course, it's improving. No, no. You,
3: started, you started the show with an agenda. And what I said didn't agree with your agenda. So now I'm wrong. Barry could have handled it. No, you it. were wrong before any of that happened. Yeah, he woke up this morning. He was like, <laughs> "He is wrong." Right. <laughs> I bet he's getting out of bed wrong right now. He's making coffee I, wrong.
4: Well, he spent the whole day on his feet yesterday,
3: so he could be Those a little real, day's Those real day's work. Those a real days' work. That was the culmination of a week's work.
2: Okay, so uh, we'll we'll do a show on that event thing too. I got to make a note of that. And uh, next week. Ram from El Artista, we're going to zoom into him. He's not coming in, but... We hope. I we,
4: haven't heard from him. You
2: haven't heard I from him. I keep trying. All right, but you remember when we had Big Poppy on, all of a sudden, five minutes before <laughs> thing, and there he was. What time
4: is it there? Okay, what time is it in you Miami?
2: Know, <laughs> twice a year, I think, the time changes yeah. that they're the
4: same, uh, and then... They're an hour ahead right now. Right,
2: just for half the year, and yeah. then they're the same.
4: Oh, that's too confusing. No wonder. It might be our fault,
3: because we change the clock, and it's they ours? don't. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's Most what Most things are our fault. Wouldn't it be like the, the, the same change. right now, and then we go into daylight savings in the summer?
4: Right now, when I looked yesterday, it said one hour ahead. Huh.
2: So, And we are the same, in case you're listening, Ram. We're the same as Miami and the same as, as New, New York, York, which is the question people ask. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, Ram from El Artista, he'll be on. He, they got the Big Poppy. They got the Buffalo 10. America's favorite pastime we'll talk about, which is baseball, and, and that's his connection uh, to Big Poppy. We will introduce the stadium series, the Big Poppy Firecracker, and uh, Smoke the Slugger. If you're looking for the cigar, we're going to smoke with him as the Slugger. Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
3: And you may have learned something about Dave today, which makes you.